When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers Podcast presented by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I don't have no AKA today. The gang is back together. We are rejoined again by... One of my favorite people, a terrible nigga, but one of my favorite people. Candace is back, y'all. Hello, motherfuckers. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Candace, not so newlywed PC on all social media, but hey, let me tell you, I told Twitter that my right wing rights were being infringed upon when they suspended my London and Mommy account and they reinstated it minutes later. But you can't find me on there. I will be keeping that account in case Twitter decide to get rid of not so newlywed. <laughs> <laughs> not your um, old account being becoming your backup account. <laughs> yeah, it's my backup account now. Um, but I'm back, everybody. Shout out to John of the John Effect Podcast for holding it down for me while I was out last week. Y'all sure. cut up like I knew y'all would, and I appreciate y'all doing so. But it's good to be back, and as usual, um, our we're also joined by quickly became one of my favorite people because the wit is witting and that is Adrian. Hey, Adrian. Hey y'all. This is Adrian, AKA get that lady back her $30,000. Tasha. Get, <laughs> let me tell you something. Mm. Escape what? from debt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before I feel like the, so <laughs> Jonathan majors, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Grand opening, grand opening. Niggas, niggas, niggas and they flower roaches. Niggas and they flower roaches. Um, thumbs down. I mean, the saddest part, the part that is first, I'm not going to be shocked when it happened because I know it's going to happen. This will be the moment where niggas will start to rally behind him because he's an abuser. Yeah, when. Two- there's a thing that a lot of cishet men, especially black men, like to do when they find out somebody is an abuser and a weirdo. They like to rally further, rally behind them if they weren't before. So this is this will be the momentum to get him the the black male fan base two, because they love a terrible motherfucker. Two very weird things uh, have been happening since uh, the news broke and. As uh, I think it was, I think it was either Bree or uh, Tia who, who put it in our uh, in our family uh, group chat that uh, um, apparently the uh, the alleged victim has recanted uh, her statements. Which shout out to Tia, to Tia said that it sounds like intimidation, and it definitely, I definitely agree. Um, but two very weird things have started happening since this news broke. Um, certain men have started rejoicing. Um, that someone who women found attractive and, you know, has some adoration for, um, that he's turned, turning out to be a terrible person. Um, and also the group, 
that you was mentioning, Candace, that now who wasn't paying attention to him before now have started rallying behind him. And um, and all I have to say to that is that you motherfuckers are very weird um, and strange and you need to get lives or just leave the rest of us to fuck alone. Absolutely. And they're doing this thing. And now there, there are women, black women starting to do this thing. Like, well, see, I knew there was a reason I didn't find him attractive. Y'all was doing this and y'all was doing that and y'all was finding him attractive, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And look also at him, he's an abuser. Y'all are fucking embarrassing. I'm going to be yeah. honest. First things weird. first, it never shocks me when really charming men are outed as abusers because they have to overcompensate for being abusers. They have to put on the show and put on the right face to cover it up, you know, how they behave. Um, The other part is... Him being ugly doesn't have anything to do with him being an abuser. Like, he's just an abuser and telling people, well, you found him attractive, but he's an abuser is weird because you can put your support behind somebody until they engage in behaviors and activities that make you say, mm, I'm not, I don't want no parts of that. And you pull your support away. And that's just how that go. And I wish yeah. y'all wouldn't be weird about it. Um, it's very strange. And yeah. God, I want to say something so problematic. We ain't, mm. this ain't the pay, we ain't behind the paywall. I know you're right, uh, but, but yeah, I but uh, I think to summarize, that's all. Unless Adrian uh, has something to add, it's just especially at this time, like stop being weird on the internet. That's really just it. Just stop being weird. Yeah, yeah. Which that also reminds me, I I did start watching that TV show on Amazon Prime, Swarm. And I didn't watch the whole first season because me and Mike will go back and watch it together. But it definitely I know people don't like Donald Glover, but it de it definitely seems like a dig at Stan culture. And I'm OK with it. Like, I liked it. Stan culture is really becoming ridiculous. And it's really time to show just how ridiculous people look being stands of people and the lengths that they'll go in that standum. Like we have seen think, how fucking disgusting stands are for their for their fave. Yeah, I think he was being general <laughs> being nice saying it's becoming ridiculous, friend. Yeah, um, it is ridiculous. Yeah. Um the I think the thing for me is that I, at least from what I've seen, I haven't um I've watched it and at least for me, um I think it is, you know, like you said, Candace, like the you know, dig and kind of lens of like how ridiculous fan coach is. I think my issue with it is that it's it's who like wrote it and was involved because it's kind of like Kyle coming from inside the house with Donald Glover with some of his old, you know, behaviors and stuff in the past and stuff that he doesn't really seem that he's grown from or even acknowledged for real. He has so I think he's the that's same kind of he always been. Yeah, so that's kind of it's it's one of the things where it's like I I like the I like where it's going and the content and what it's trying to do is just to create who created it is kind of where I'm like eh, yeah yeah for me but again yeah, that's just you know my opinion definitely um and then before we move on to the shows the news broke this week that Juan Dixon was fired or mm. last week mm. but within the last two weeks Juan Dixon has been fired from Coppin State University as the men's basketball head coach. 
And the thing that rubbed me the wrong way is that Candace Dillard goes on, Candace Dillard Bassett goes on some podcast or does some interview saying though her and Robin aren't in, in a good place, she wouldn't wish that on her worst enemy would happen with Juan. And this is why sometimes I have a hard time rooting for people like Candace because you wanted all of the support and backing when they were accusing your husband of potentially being inappropriate and making the women feel creepy and unnerved and things like that. However, you have not done your due diligence that somebody touts themselves as being highly educated, well-spoken and so on, and realize that Juan deserves everything he's gotten. And he should get more bad luck, more bad things happening to him because there's not a time or a place where you should feel like this is so painful and Robin and Juan don't deserve it when he was actively covering up sexual assault against student athletes. No, I don't feel sorry for Juan. I don't feel sorry for Robin, for Robin. And I'm basking in the fact that that six-figure salary was just snatched away. And I hope it's not a college alive willing to hire him while this lawsuit is actively going on. And I am so happy that Juan gets to recognize that they will let go of the, the lowest nigga on the totem pole. And that was you. You were the sacrificial lamb. That school been knew about that situation and knew of Juan's involvement and lack of lack of effort to help that student. Nobody else was fired but his black ass. Suffer. <laughs> Agreed, suffer. Uh, I think... Um... I didn't even know about that one until you said something. Uh, I think that's the situation of Candace, um, I guess, trying to extend the olive branch or not be, you know, seen as, you know, vicious or, you know, as cutthroat as, you know, she has been. But, uh, girl, fuck all that. That's a situation where you absolutely deserve to be like, I just find this funny how. Um, she gave a pageant girl answer. Yeah, that's all yeah. that was a pageant girl answer. Yeah. Yep, a and safe answer. You, and you spent the better part of the season, the past season of Real Housewives of Potomac with the gloves off and not giving pageant girl answers and really yep. digging deep and getting in everybody's ass yep. and, and holding him accountable. And yep. so I really hate that you reverted back to the pageant girl bullshit exactly. in the sake of trying to reestablish any type of friendship or communication with the same women who watched your husband be hung out to dry for the sole purpose of covering up Robin's dirt. And I don't care what anybody says that was all of this was done to cover up what was going on between Juan and Robin, which is why further it's like suffer. But I hope for better from from Candace, especially when you talk about why victims don't speak up. This is an instance of that young man. It took all the courage in the world for him to really speak up and hold the people who violated him accountable. And that includes Juan Dixon and he shouldn't have a job. So, mm -mm. um, but now I'm going to talk about <laughs> this episode of Basketball Wives made me fucking holler because Jackie Christie reminds me of that lady. And Jeremy knows who I'm talking about. She, Jackie Christie <laughs> is that lady. Jackie Christie touts herself as being a mother-like figure who wants everybody to be peaceful, 
who's all of this. And deep down inside, she is a fucking demon and a monster. All that spirit shit. And all that spiritual shit. It's a fucking farce. Mm -hmm. Jackie Christie is nasty in her fucking spirit and in her soul. Farcy Christie, only, if you will. She only plays, hey, for sure, Farcy, text that to me. She <laughs> only plays nice for the sake of being seen as the mother figure on this show. But when the real Jackie Christie shows up, she is insecure, she is jealous, she is catty, and she is mean. And all of that, I got all this, that, and the third going on for me doesn't count because you're still a mean-ass bitch. And I don't even like Jennifer. I don't like Jen. Or them side But nothing that Jackie has done, Jen has done nothing to Jackie and on this show so far to really, that explains why Jackie was that mean and nasty to her. They have like, Jen. Oh, no, just like literally nothing. Nothing that Jen has done warranted how Jackie behaved. And she's corny and jealous. I think the reason is, and this is kind of a problem with the show overall, um, is that now that Shawnee's not there, Evelyn's not there, uh, hell, OG's not there, um, hell, Malaysia left. Mm -hmm. They don't have any of the like OG, old, like mother hens there. So who else Jackie gonna fight with? You know what I'm saying? It's like the only person's look, she not gonna she not fighting with some of the new girls or some of the, you know, lesser known older girls that they brought back for this. So it's like who else is there to fight with but Jen? And for a dumbass reason, just for the sake of fighting. Mm-hmm. Cause this shit don't make no sense. And also it's just not interesting. And what else something else too, coming in second to Jackie Christie is Brandy to me. Because as a matter of fact, Brandy might be worse to me than Jackie Christie because she's one of those people that constantly will, when you do that, it triggers me. When you do that, it triggers me. But she doesn't care how she speaks to people, the tone she uses when talking to people, the word choices she's using when talking to people that she's disagreeing with and how it might trigger them. Like, if basically, to me, Brandy is a dish it but can't take it type of bitch. And I don't have no type of respect for no bitch like that you didn't call the, duffy all kind of weirdos bitches hoes this that and the third and, and you mad because you know her facial expression triggered you what do i always say you can't be a villain and a victim at the same time like be fucking for real brandy i feel like, like she's doing that to like keep a spot on this show though. like cause i said it i said it last week and i'll say it again it just don't feel like brandy and duffy's issues are for real, especially considering that they supposedly have been friends before being on this show. This just feels like we need the new girls to fight and somebody, and I think uh, Adrian said this, like somebody's trying to come for that, you know, second somebody, spot. Yeah, after, yeah. After, I was after, just about to say, they yeah. need a new Evelyn. Yeah, they. there you go. They need a new Evelyn and it they seems like Brandy is Evelyn, trying to be there. And Jackie wants to be the new Shawnee and yeah. Brandy mm -hmm. is fine for that Evelyn spot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, I can't think of her name, but Rockstar's fiance. My heart wow. goes out to her. She is dealing with a lot. She is dealing with a lot. And I really hope that she gets the professional help she needs to help her battle with postpartum. And while I appreciate British trying to be there for her, you're not a professional and you can't help her through postpartum. It is a real form of depression and a lot of women suffer from it. And I feel like 
what's so off-putting about postpartum is a lot of women will not have had it with one child or two kids, or they'll get it with the second kid or the third kid. And it totally catches them off guard because they're like, I was fine after my first pregnancy or after my second pregnancy. I don't know what's going on, what the problem is. So I, I Angel, I really hope Angel gets the help that she needs. She has a lot going on. I agree. Um, um, I have something problematic to say about British, but I'm a referring Please to say it before <laughs> we get up out of here. Please say it. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit for this, but imagine, some, imagine somebody with an ankle monitor on, on their leg trying to comfort you about postpartum. Yep. <laughs> like, imagine she tried to give a pep talk, a pep, a pep talk and that shit go off in a minute. Of yep. I just, you know... I don't I don't want no advice from a from a scammer. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Even even if it's good and actual factual advice, I don't want it from her. She so, trying to comfort you and all of a sudden your social security <laughs> done got jacked. You, you getting you getting an alert from Experion that somebody just opened <laughs> up a new credit card in your fucking in your fucking name. <laughs> like uh-uh. uh-uh get somebody else to do that all uh-huh. of a sudden you get you get an email your car has been stolen yeah for sure like nah uh-uh. that's all i have for best question it is too because i'm right re- i want to move on to love and marriage dc because y'all know that i typically like ashley silva i do i do i do like ashley but she is dead fucking wrong in this situation between her and joy and again if I come to Adrian or Jeremy and tell them some personal information and ask them not to share it with anybody else. The expectation is that you don't even share it with who you consider your best friend because I came to you in confidence and asked you not to share something that was really private and personal to me with anybody else. So the fact that you stole the, not I don't want to say stole, the fact that you told someone you weren't supposed to tell about her and her husband eloping and getting married and she trusted you with that information that's pretty shitty to me like to me it's up there with like when you know you know a woman is pregnant and she's like i don't want to tell anybody yet so please keep this to yourself and you blab it anyways there there should be a level of confidentiality people can have with you if you're building a friendship or have a friendship with them and enjoy it hmm? Joy is absolutely right in how she feels. And it does show Ashley's character because I don't think it's even so much that she told the secret. That's one layer. But then there's another layer of you told that secret because you were mad at me about something that we hadn't even discussed for you to know if it was true or not. You did it maliciously. Yeah. That's even that's even worse than you owe... Well, this is my best friend. So I told her because that's my best friend and that's my girl. It's even worse because you did it with malicious intent. Yeah. And I and I need quick to get out women's business because your wife is not telling you the truth of how she's how she told that woman's personal business. Like you said, Adrian, she's she's trying to make it seem like, oh, you know, that's just my best friend and we tell each other everything type. And it wasn't that. That wasn't how it went. So that whole, well, you apologize repeatedly and blah, blah, blah. No, you've apologized, but they still haven't been full stop. I was wrong for doing yeah. that to you. I was and wrong. I, too, and I think that's, I think she did, does, did a disservice, like, 
giving that false pretense to quit because remember like the other episode like he told us she was wrong like and I, I, I said it last week the quarter episode I need you to stop giving a fuck when it's not your time to give a fuck he was writing that you did something that you were not supposed to do but her presenting it as you know not a big deal and trying to make herself seem like the victim has now got him looking goofy when he was on the right side of things the episode before yeah absolutely so you know I I don't disagree with Joy. However, I'm on the fence about Arena because hmm, you and Ashley are friends. I don't think you should be having conversations about the issues between Joy and Ashley with Joy. Like, I absolutely, as another woman, I respect that you have this issue with my friend. And you are well within your right to have this issue with my friend. But I'm not about to discuss this with you while my friend is not present. I'm not giving anybody any more opportunities to misconstrue anything I say. And that's kind of my issue with Arena. And she's done it a couple times so far this season. Is you give people the opportunity to misconstrue what you say and how you say it. And then you end up fighting for your fucking life at an event where you shouldn't be fighting for your fucking life. Mm. And you sitting up there talking about, well, I know how to keep a secret. I ain't even tell my own husband. And it's like, okay, good for you. But they can spin that and make it seem like a dig at Ashley. And now y'all are at odds again. Let Joy and and Ashley figure this out if there's anything to figure out and stay out of it. Well, if that little demonstration between her and Big Jamie is any indication, she ain't getting her pussy a right, so she got a lot of misspent energy. Mm. Oh yeah, I wanna yeah, let's talk about that because <laughs> it's this pops be unusually freaky to the point they cheat on their wives with people with like they be doing wild shit with people that's not their wife, and so it's just very off putting that they have this dry ass, weird ass, boring ass sex life. Like, slut your wife out, nigga, and leave us alone. Like, what's the issue here? What is the issue? That's, but again, that might also be part of the cop mentality because when they do cheat or they do do things that they shouldn't be doing sexually with women, it's because they don't want to do it with their wife because she's they see her as the good girl. They slut they slut their mistress out, but not their wife. Martel Holt like this, folks. Mm, mm. <laughs> he liking it from his JPay account or. <laughs> Mm. Mm. like that's 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 my issue with with jamie like whatever hang-ups you have and and a rainer too because he say he wants to do it she say and he says she be stopping him so I, what kind of clit you doing, doing it right yeah was, what kind of right. clit you and you doing that she don't want you down there Mm-mm. he because don't do it right honestly, she'd rather have her role because <laughs> <laughs> Because technically, you should want to be on some 68, I owe you one shit sometimes. But he 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 don't eat it good enough, so now y'all sex life just in a gutter. But he's he not good at sex because he was like acting weird when they went to the sex store. Remember y'all? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ain't getting no deal, though. Hey, who gonna stop me? Well, clearly her when she I went to a clearly her when she to get forehead. Yeah, I just, I feel like they have a marriage of it's cheaper to stay together. It's a marriage of convenience, not one of it is. It is. It is convenient. It is convenient. They have a marriage of convenience. Very convenient. I'm gonna be. There's real. there's no passion. There's no 
if you even take the sex out of it, he's not kind to her. He's not nice to her. Yeah, he's not a kind person in general. He's not a kind person in general. And if there's anybody you should be kind to, it should be your fucking partner and your kids. And he's not kind to either group. Yeah. And so his like a his lack of kindly kindness probably plays a big role in their lack of intimacy too. Yeah. Because what makes you want to have sex with somebody that's always being fucking mean to you, is always shitting on you and saying shit like you was nothing before me. I wouldn't want to have sex with somebody who who thinks of me that way and speaks to me that way. Exactly. Why would I want to go down on you when you always down on me as a person? Hmm. Bars. Bars. Oh my God. All you need is the meek meal braids. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that you know, that's where I stand with that. And but I don't know. I do feel like maybe weird is the wrong word, but it's something about Joy and and her husband keeping it tight lipped that they're married that rubs me the wrong way. Because like people, like you are having all these conversations about a wedding and this, that, and the third, knowing y'all are already married and don't want nobody to know. Like, so I wonder what's that about. Yeah, have y'all it, ever seen people move like that? Like they they had secretly eloped and don't want to tell nobody. My theory is they wanted like a special or something. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's what. They, Maybe that's... have their wedding on the show. Do a, a Yandy and Mentisi. Okay, they had a prom because they wasn't actually married. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> they Yo. had a quinceanera. Like all fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tamales. <laughs> 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 Leave me alone. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, like I <laughs> like that was my whole thing with with Joy and Ashley. It's like like Ashley did something that she was explicitly, you know, told not to do, and she's wrong for that. At the same time, I do find it weird being this secretive about a marriage, because like for real, who's the damn? And I think um I think Adrian Especially said, when uh, your whole relationship came to fruition on a reality TV dating show. Also that, and I think Adrian said it last week too. It's like not only y'all hiding it from hiding it, y'all hiding it from like his kids, his his mama and them. Like something about that don't curl all the way over. Yeah, yeah, something in that milk is not clean. And not only are you like I can understand maybe if you want to keep it from people that you don't really know like that, but that's a very that's a very intimate moment and you're allowed to have that intimate moment without anybody being there if that's what you choose but at what why are you continuously keeping it a secret from people important to you exactly it's just weird it's weird it is definitely given so you know to get that off my chest like don't we married bitch like we we in a relationship. We married. We husband and wife. We done went down to the courthouse. We done signed the paperwork. It is what it is. And it's public information. And again, y'all are on reality TV. Hiding shit when you're on reality TV does not curl over well with me. And I think it's one of those things that anybody, any of these big names who put these shows out should really have an issue with. The Andes, the Carlos Kings, the Big Fish Entertainment, any of them. It should grind your gears when people that you are casting on these shows are going out of their way to hide big things. Else, don't be on this fucking show because that's a choice. They choose to be on these shows. So, you know, that's how I feel. Anybody got anything else on uh, Love and Marriage DC? Love and Marriage Huntsville is back April 8th. Or April, yeah, April 8th is back. 
Um, but you see, Martell's supposed to be suing Mel for defamation of character. To which, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he's suing Mel for defamation of character, even though Mel don't be saying shit about this man on social media. The thing is, though, much like the shit with um, Michael Darby, you're going to have to prove that it's defamation because a lot of what Mel has said about that man has been true. <laughs> so well, we Mark? saw in real time this man cheat on his wife for almost half their marriage. We saw in real time him father another child while still married. We saw in real time a lot of the shit this man has done to his ex-wife. And so, no, it's not defamation of character or anything like that. Like, niggas... Well, Mark- my question is, is it, hell, if we, if we talking about defamation, is the nigga going to sue himself? Well. Because nigga, cause nobody has been a, a more, you know, definer of your character than you, nigga. Like, truly, truly. Um, I wish the SWV and Escape shit could be longer. That Candy said it's a limited series, but follow me on this theory. I believe this was going to be a regularly occurring series until everything fell apart between them and SWV and then escape and note and the members. And they end up turning it into a limited series. But I absolutely believe this was going to be more than six episodes and would have had multiple seasons, but they're like not on real good speaking terms at this point in real time, SWV and escape are not on speaking terms in real time. Latasha Scott is not on speaking terms with the girls in the group, down to her own sister. I can see that. I can definitely see it's limited because <laughs> it's limited because of the mess that unfolds. So I can definitely yeah. see it agree that. Because Lord have mercy. Which let me tell you something. This is theater. I would <laughs> like Latasha and Tamika Scott mama to get some dick and get a fucking life. She has been <laughs> bitter, beaten, bruised, and hurt about her marriage falling apart for way too fucking long and she takes it out on that baby who probably looked like his like her daddy. Mm. He could probably walk, talk, act, and look like her daddy and her mama cannot fucking stand it. But Miss Mamas, you ain't nobody's fifth member in no fucking group and you mm. need to get out them folks' fucking business. Your oldest daughter is a fucking crook. She's selfish and she's self-centered. And she's not the talent that she thinks she fucking is. And it grinds her fucking gears to have seen Candy and Tiny go on to have the lives and the careers that she wanted for her fucking self. That's the drag. This is about jealousy. You feel like you are the best vocalist in that group, yet your solo career has showed none of it. But the thing is, you never carved a lane out for yourself outside of being a fucking artist. Candy and Tiny did. Like I said last week, now they both are bozos, but goddamn it, they are bozos with multiple streams of income, check, and notoriety within the industry for what they do outside of Grammys and everything else. They have those two women when they get together have an immaculate pin game and they wield it to their fucking benefit when the group broke up. Latasha, we didn't want no solo album from you back then when you was on Slip and Slide. We don't want no solo album from you now. I don't want. Let me be honest. I don't want to solo. Did she sing on Thug Holiday? Was that her? Maybe. But I remember she she had a song with some nigga named Jay Sean. I love that song. But I don't want to see any of these ladies solo. They're not appealing to me solo. Same thing with the ladies of SWV. 
Love them. Glad to see that these women still got it well into their 50s. I don't, I never have and never will need a, a solo album from Coco, Taj, or Lili. I just don't. And a lot of R&B groups, especially like, you know, with the exception of Destiny's Child and Beyonce and Kelly and Michelle, and you know what I'm saying? That's an exception. But as a whole, name an R&B group that you really wanted a solo album from one of the members. I never wanted no solo albums from 112. Jagged Edge and whoever the fuck else. I well, never them niggas only had like one suit and a do rag between them. So. I'm just saying, I never <laughs> wanted solo. I've not wanted solo albums from very many R and B groups. Yeah, I think I think it's I think some people just lack self awareness that sometimes you really are greater as a whole than you are as an individual. And I guess the shittiest part to me about Latasha is that. You decide you're gonna go. So, you're gonna go solo and do a gospel album. Okay, why not have that conversation with these girls and tell them because it is a conflict of interest for you to be going, moving in gospel, and then turn around and be performing shit like you're my little secret. <laughs> it's a conflict of interest career wise. You're my little secret, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> I I just she's not very likable. She's been going on a media tour because she's put out this gospel album. She's been on a media tour talking about how producers they work with back in the day used to hate working with Candy and Tiny because they really couldn't sing and this, that, and the third. And my thing is, what does it matter now in the now? Right? What like does it matter in the now. That's some tea you could have spilled back in the day. But in the now, what does it mean that they couldn't sing but have still had better careers than you have? She got a lot of insecurity left over from being considered the fat one or the big one or the ugly one in that group. And I believe she felt like back then because she was a she was the power voice in that group that she felt like she should have had more shine and that it was given to the other lady because they they had the look. And it it is true. It very well it's true. It's true. It's true. Yes. It's true. They treated her horrible. But it's like decades later now and you still fucking at it. When God's honest truth is you got a better chance of working shit out with your group and finally having a career that you really wanted than chasing a solo career. Because they, if they really wanted to, Escape could get back in the studio today and make music. But they can't get outside of their own issues to do it. And Latasha is their biggest issue, honestly. She always has been and she always will be. So, you know, and and they mama, she make me feel like she was in on it too. Still in that She letter. was. She was. She make me feel like Latasha was giving her money. Because... Yeah. How you keep calling somebody a liar when they have the fucking receipts that your husband name was on the back of the checks, cashing them fucking checks in his bank account. Now, let me be honest. I I probably would have called the police on them, but better yet, I would have just started playing drugs in their house and their cars. And I would just call the DEA. Y'all's going to jail now. Is that a, a brick? Huh. A tip would have went out. A tip would have tipped out. Ain't no way you would get away with stealing money from me. It's, it's a thirty thousand. A motherfucker won't get away with stealing three hundred dollars from me. Thirty three dollars, three dollars and thirty three cent. Thirty three cent, three pennies. If it's mine, I want it. Fuck that. But then fuck escape too for how they trying to play on SWV top. Definitely. 
Because they being humble by saying y'all can co-headline if we want to keep it real. Thinking you should make more money when you have less hits is something. <laughs> and the way that they tried to carry it, talking about we're not talking about hits and albums sold. We're talking about tickets sold and more people would be buying tickets for us than them. It's like, baby, that is not giving what you think it is. That be fuck all. That's not how that works. I see that shit and cackled from a mighty place. When has a skate ever been just an a just an escape ticket? Every time I've heard of escape, it's escape with three, four, maybe five other legacy acts like them. Yeah. So like a Tyrese, a one twelve. It's never just escape. So, yes, I will definitely pay for a ticket for a skate, 112, yeah. Jagged Edge, Carl. So I will pay for that, but just a skate ticket? No, I don't think so. I'm, hello, I'm not paying for no escape ticket when escape wish they could escape each other. <laughs> You're not going to tell me that their constant tension and their constant issues don't affect their performances. Right. Those girls can't yeah, I mean, we, fucking stand Well, they can't stand Latasha and Latasha can't stand them. I was gonna say, hell, when they um when was it beat was it um BT or like the Soul Train was or something, just re recently when they had like a celebration of them legacy or whatever, hell, you could feel the tension when they performed for that. <laughs> exactly. They couldn't even dress the same. <laughs> right. The basics of being a group, they couldn't even dress the exactly. they couldn't even get the outfits together. Exactly. So, like I, I, listen, all I'm saying, don't get me wrong, I love both groups, but we also have to be for fucking real. We also gotta be honest about the fact that SWV still has it musically and Escape found Hello? sounds fucking terrible. Because I think what because SWV put out an album like recently, a few years ago, and they still sound good. I think they did a cover of I think it was a Patty song. I think, and they and they still got it. And then you just look at Escape, and it's like, oh, beautiful gown, beautiful gown. I think SWV has it because they've reached a point where they're like, we might not be best friends, but we gonna come together and get this bag, and then go our separate ways. Yeah, yeah, we might, yeah. We might not be cool, but we are gonna be cool on getting this chick. Right. And and Candy and Tiny talking about well. We are on reality TV and we have millions and millions of followers more than them. And let's have a conversation about the fact that followers on social media does not equal to sales. Ask Candy because <laughs> she has a lot of followers and, and nobody is... hips and body and went platinum. Like we like we gotta have a come to Jesus moment that followers don't always equate to sales. We've seen it time and time again with huge artists, and they got millions and millions of followers, and them albums be flopping, and them tours don't be selling out. And to add to that, I'm sorry, but bring it when when having a discussion about music and success as musical groups. And you have to refer to the fact that you are on reality TV as a one-up as if us seeing you on reality TV is always a good thing. Mm, mm, mm. Mm -hmm. The, the self-awareness is not there, beloved. It's jumping out the window. It's jumping out the mic, I tell you what. <laughs> it's jumping out the sound check. Because, and I don't know if y'all have seen any performances of Escape 
recently, like if they've been touring and stuff, but they look fucking haggard. Tiny <laughs> walking around there with that diaper booty and the how your shit tight but too big at the same time. <laughs> they look lazy. They look uninspired. They they just don't look put together. And so again, don't give me that followership because. A t- having followers from reality T showing up don't equate to no fucking ticket sales on the tour. Ticket sales, it, it, it might equate to ticket sales at BravoCon, <laughs> but it's not gonna equal the ticket sales on a cross country tour. People might- want to see y'all collaboratively, not individually. And I can't even say that for SWV because SWV is touring and they touring globally. What tour have y'all done that? That y'all should get top billing over SW. What tours have y'all been on recently? Because these ladies just came back from Africa. And now, and, and what say you hoes? What say you hoes? <laughs> like, absolutely not. I I just, I'm glad <laughs> us the SWV walked out because Candy and them really tried to play in their face. And this is mostly Candy doing Yeah. This yeah. mostly Candy and her ego. Because out of the four of them, Candy is the biggest one right now because of Housewives of Atlanta. Tiny is not on nobody's reality TV right now. Thank the Lord. Thank God. She's still fighting back them fucking allegations with her husband. But, I mean, it just goes to this theme of um, when we we was talking about on Reloaded and even here, and you said it, Candy, it's ego. People's ego just get... Like, this could have been cool. Y'all could have came and got this money, collaborated with SWV, could have went on. T- we could have had a Wayne Dane Doodle of a tour with two l- legacy groups. And Ego is just like having y'all just doing, saying some of the dumbest shit. Not a whole thing. Not a whole thing in jeopardy. SWV don't walk out because your goddamn ego was as big as your damn forehead and had you talking reckless. Now I look at you. Yep. Losers. And I don't... And now y'all not even y'all not even together for real for real. Like, and I'll be honest, understand. I don't want to see escape with with them using the three four e escape. I don't want to see escape where y'all try to replace Latasha like TLC tried to replace a uh, left eye when it's not all for y'all. The shit dead and nobody care. So don't don't. I just can't believe the audacity. I'm sorry, but like y'all <laughs> again. Don't again love both groups, but like nigga, y'all don't have a human nature rebates. SWV do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we can we can we can start it in there. Yeah. Before we go, as one thing about SWV, they definitely give me 50 plus year old women when it comes to how they parent. Um mm. in what world and for what reason do you want a child to go to college on your dime that doesn't want to go to college? I I do not care if he has straight A's. I do none of that. I don't want my child to go to college, especially if I'm paying for it and they're not invested in going to college and getting a college education. I want you to figure out what your next next move gonna be. And you know trying to oh. and, and trying to force it, and I get it. Need a lot those three women have been very vocal about the fact that they really didn't get a, an education. They didn't have an opportunity to go to college. I think Lily had dropped out of high school and she yeah. went back to get her GED and stuff like that. So I get it, but black people got to unpack the the level of importance they place on a college education. Because going to school to be a dentist, you got to be in that for the long haul. You're trying to be a doctor. I think, uh, I think you know, it gave me very much 90s sitcom 
early 2000s sitcom level parenting of, you know, trope of got to go to college, got to, you know, like I said, can't be a doctor, got to be a dentist, got to be something like that. But there are other avenues and ways in which your child can be successful and flourish and contribute uh, to the world that does not, you know, go through the college uh, institutional system. Not saying there's anything wrong with college, it's just that we are in 2023. There are so many other avenues um, of your child being successful and fulfilled and happy than putting them through college, especially when they're not invested. Because all that's going to do is just build up resentment and strain your relationship. Yep. And then Lily with this, I'm not my kid's friends thing. I I want black people to leave that saying in the past. Like, I don't know. I just, it's archaic and you can set boundaries with your kids without also being a warden and being weird to them. Like, I'm not their friend, I'm their parent. You could be both if you want to. Right, with boundaries. like and you, you have, have, and you have adult children, so what does this even mean? Right, also that. <laughs> that was another thing. It's like, these kids grow jail. Like, what are you doing? But remember that son had just got out of jail and was trying to, which show was that? Was that maybe growing up hip-hop or something? Where we briefly saw Lily and her son when they had just got out of jail? It, yes, it was. It was growing up hip-hop, yes. Yeah. It was he, when they had the uh, the Atlanta season. Yes. Oh, that's right. Because the son was about to fight with a uh, who the son was about to fight at the little album thing. It was an event, and the son was trying to push up on somebody. Yeah. Was it? Well, I don't forgot. I'm gonna bring it back next week. But I just remember they had an event on growing up hip hop, and her son was like being disrespectful. Um trying to push up on somebody's girlfriend in front of him. It'll come to me. It will come to me. But that man can't rap, Miss Mamas. <laughs> That's the gist I'm trying to get at. All these years later, and he still ain't made no waves. That man cannot rap, and we just need to go on and hang it up and let that alone. What? Yeah. No. Don't, no. Yeah. No. Don't. No. Don't get to rapping. Get to quitting. It was pimping. It was pimping, Candace. Pimping. Yes. Yes. It was pimping and diamond from crime mob. Mm-hmm. That's who he was trying. That's who that's who we got into it with. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Oh my God. Thank you, Jeremy. That shit was gonna bother me. Yeah, but, I uh, had to Google it my damn so. Yeah. But that's it, y'all. We will be let me ho, before we go, we are adding seeking brother husbands to the line up. Okay. Yes. Yes to mess. Which I gotta say. Fucking black people on here and they got the look. You are fucking terrible. You are terrible. They got the we are are polyamorous here as woman look. (laughs) They got it. Y'all know the look. I ain't even gotta spell it out. Y'all know the look I'm talking about and that's why y'all fucking, that's why Jeremy and Adrian is fucking cackling because it's the look. The look when they break their neck to tell everybody that they poly when nobody asks. <laughs> See, y'all do that cheating shit, but we open with ours. That's the look. <laughs> y'all open because don't nobody want to be closed. Like, <laughs> oh you know what? God. All right, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Oh my Bye. god. Uh, we oh my god, Adrian boy. Let us get on up out of here. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Love y'all. We'll fuck with y'all. 
subscribe to the patreon because ratchet reloaded is equally as hilarious and we're gonna be back next week to bring y'all some new mess and some new chaos and switch the shows up big shout out to adrian because she's really been uh giving us great show suggestions and you know a real she a real one we out y'all bye y'all